You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercot Insider Live, episode number 149. I love watching Ian pop along when the themes play. <laughs> the Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, Intercot's official travel agency. They are the Disney vacation experts. Now more than ever, it's important to support our partner. Nancy and crew will take care of you when your next vacation comes around, regardless of where it may be, be it Walt Disney World, Universal, or anywhere else, coast to coast or worldwide. Contact Magical Journeys and say hello and tell them Intercot sent you. Hello, everybody. And welcome back. Um, we've got uh, some interesting people with us tonight. One I haven't seen in ages, Miss Christine Warner. Is that you? It's me. It's you. Yeah. It's really you. Yeah. It's so yeah. good to have uh, uh, a member of the Intercot family podcast crew back. And uh, the people are already checking in. Is that Christine? <laughs> oh that's so sweet they missed you yes uh good to have you here uh jason you are here as well that is correct oh there we go another og is back combat see an original gangster (laughs) i'm gonna print up the shirts now uh good to see you jason as well and then there's ian and ian (laughs) and ian Oh, very good. Uh, it is uh, the middle of March Madness. Uh, I think the peacocks are going down in flames as we talk, unless something uh, has happened. Uh, but uh, it is good to be here. Um, I'm without a dog in the hunt. My Dayton Flyers are out of it. Uh, but uh, yeah. let's go Wildcats. So that's enough basketball talk probably for this Disney podcast. Um Last time we talked to you uh, was a while back, and that was prior to me going on the Galactic Star Cruiser and I think at least Ian attending a uh, press event as well. Oh, look, there's some love, Jason, for you as well. Uh. <laughs> Spreading the love around, Patty. <laughs> um, but, you know, there, there have been uh, some interesting stuff going on and crowds have been crazy. And uh, I, I mean, we, we've got some news to report on. Um, but so what have you all heard? I, I'm just curious, having been on the Star Cruiser, what are the comments that you are hearing out in the uh, metaverse or in the real verse? Uh, what, what, what have any of you heard about? I'm just curious. Too kind much of money that compare. it's too much money and that it's corny. Yeah, too expensive. How about you, Jason? What have you heard? Um, yeah, I mean the the price I think still has been the the biggest disconnect. But um, I don't know. I mean, I heard some pretty positive things about the experience from some people, but I I think that's more what they were going there for. They like doing that type of role playing or. I guess borderline LARPing, whatever. LARPing. They get, they get uh, <laughs> well, that is effectively. I have uh, to Google that. I don't know yeah, what that means. Live action <laughs> role playing. Role playing. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So I think if you're into that, it's maybe up more up some people's alley. But uh, yeah, I don't think the cost is up anyone's alley. I think that that price point was a bit disconnected. But um, 
Yeah, you know, that would seem to be the main common thread in a lot of the reviews I read. Well, having been invited to do it, and so um, for those who are curious about hearing a much longer discussion of it, uh, head to our uh, Facebook page, and actually I'll put it in the audio stream for the podcast, where uh, Sam from the um, Sam's Disney Diary um, and I did about an hour on our experience. So just to kind of sum, sum it up, we got to do a four and a half hour experience, which was kind of like a compressed sort of attending of what is really about a two and a half day cruise in right. air quotes in space. So um, the, the one thing that I did say as far as the way it went down was it for us, it was a little bit disconnected. Okay. So, you know, we, we get on board the ship. Um, they, they welcome us. We, we have a few things that are going on, such and such happens. And then it's like, okay, well, we need you to go over here and do this now. And then you start getting into the next thing, you know, you're doing your lightsaber training or whatever. And then, okay, we need to do you do cut, go to this scene, you know, and then we're doing this and cut. Nope. We got to take you over here. So I don't have a real sense for what it would like to be quote air quotes in space uh, for two and a half days or the experience of actually going down to the planet and how that connects with the, th you know, the whole the whole uh, Star Wars Galactic Halcyon Star Cruiser thing. Um, but I can tell you it, it, it was well done there when the acting came into play that it, it was interesting. Um, it was like being put kind of inside of a movie, um, if that makes sense. Kind of, you know, when... When you went to the Adventurers Club way back in to draw like kind of an analogy and you felt like you were in the middle of a show sort of going on and that the, the players around you maybe were real people that live there and sort of that kind of thing. There was a lot of that where you felt like you were in the middle of the story. But, but for us, because of the fact that it kept getting chopped up, every time you started to maybe suspend a little bit of disbelief, was like okay we're gonna move on and do something yeah. else um so from that end of things i i could see some potential there um let's, let's just get this out of the way first of all it's too much money okay I, and that's i think that's almost been universal across the board most people are saying that i think probably the bookings uh you know the number of bookings the availability things like that are almost universally saying it's it you know people are pushing back a little bit on the price i i think six grand is you know the number that they keep throwing out uh is is a little bit too much actually it's a lot too much i think probably a number somewhere around 15 to 1700 bucks a person for two and a half days would probably be about right you know, uh, maybe maybe even two grand, <laughs> but but if you have two people and a little kid, that's six thousand. So you're back at it's six thousand a piece right now. No, it, it, it's for what is what is the six, Jason? Do you do you recall? I, I thought that no was idea. a minimum booking of two. Oh, okay. Um, and so yeah, I mean, and, and then I I think 
things should go down for the number of people that you book. Much like I did. I did see somewhere post that if like you're doing it as a group of uh, adults that you know are big Star Wars fans and want to do it, it worked out to be about sixteen hundred per person if you do it. Uh, kind like of four as a, as people. Group. Yeah, what, whatever the maximum is per uh, yeah. per a cabin. Well, I mean, if I was going to do six thousand dollars. I'd want to be the only party there. Right. Like, <laughs> I have the whole thing to myself the whole time. That I might consider, but yeah, it's you know. it's a lot. So, I, like, I I think really then it probably like fifteen hundred bucks person minimum to to occupancy would be about where yeah. I would say okay. You know, for I mean, days. Also, realistically, it's not like Disney prices haven't been inflated for the least the last what five eight years. So there is that. <laughs> Did mean, you see? We have it. <laughs> What we have had this? discussions on here before about, you know, well, I could go to Europe and stay at a five-star hotel for the same price. I'm going to Central Florida to stay at a yeah, arguably three-and-a-half-star hotel uh, on an international rating yeah, level. So, it's true. Yeah. It's true. So there, there's more to it than that. There's some intangibles as well that they're pricing in. There are. I saw one of my friends today posted a pretzel that he got at Epcot. Any guesses on the... The the price of a large pretzel at Epcot six fifty. Nope. The large one is fifteen, I think. Your the large one at Epcot at the Germany stand, the big. I, big uh, one. I, I think that's the one they're talking about. I did. He said it was eleven bucks. I was gonna, but even I mean, eleven bucks for a pretzel. How much are they at Wawa right now? Like what? Dollar ninety nine or something ninety nine yeah. something like that yeah, yeah exactly okay. yeah I sent you that article the other day John I don't know if you had a chance to read it but it was exactly that it was titled although I will take offense to the fact that they referred to Wawa as a gas station but yeah it was oh, it was they entitled. actually compared it to Wawa oh I wasn't yeah, even Disney sells gas station pretzel dramatically inflates cost so Disney sells literally the exact same pretzel so they buy them from the same people. You know that that Wawa buys them for. Disney sells them for seven dollars and nineteen cents. Wawa sells them for two bucks. And that's the regular pretzels that that you yeah, can get yeah. anywhere. Did they get it from Trotter in North Wales? The cream cheese that's one from cream oh, cheese cream underneath cheese. the Astro Orbiter that they right, sell yeah. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you missed my yeah, reference. Ian, do they get it from uh, Trotters in uh, North Wales? No, I, don't, I doubt it. <laughs> they were the, they were the people who made the super pretzels that were yes. sold in in stadiums and I wouldn't even be surprised, but, uh, but yeah, I, I, okay. So yeah, a little bit inflated on the price. Um, experience was different because everything looks shiny and new. And I think that's something that we kind of talked about on the podcast that that we all had a hard time with, which is star Wars is supposed to look like grimy, like a little dirty, a little gritty, a little beat up, you know, like, uh, like it's been through supposedly the star cruiser has been refurbed and you know, for it's 200 and something anniversary, I don't, I had it here somewhere, but so that kind of supposedly addresses that it is like the crown jewel of the fleet. Well, um, don't worry. Give it to like the third cruise and it'll be grimy. Sure. <laughs> it'll be plenty gross. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Very nice. Um, the cabins, if you're sleeping for that'd be tight. Yeah. Let me say, um, they, some of the cruise ships I've been on have looked spacious compared to yeah. those cabins. Um, but here's my, here's my question. Did you get to see what like the bed actually 
feels like. Is it like, does it feel like a bed or does it feel like a yoga mat on a cement block like it looks? I did not get to lay on the bed, unfortunately. That's, that's, that's my main question. <laughs> Literally, I, so, I mean, you know, like I said, we were being rushed so much and yeah. trying to take in so much in four and a half hours. I right. had, because one of the first people took way too long filming the room. He will remain nameless. Uh, <laughs> that I had like a minute to get in. So when you look online of my you know, view of the room and quickly going in and out. The reason why it was so quick and I didn't spend a whole lot of time in there was because we had to move on. We were being told, yeah. all right, your time's up. Got to move on. Got to go somewhere else. Um, so I didn't, I, it does look like it would be uncomfortable, but I, I would hope it wouldn't be. I don't, I don't know how that, the that's ones that built into that's the wall, the especially. Yeah. 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 I mean, that'd be the biggest deal for me. If I'm going to spend that amount of money, you know, I better, uh, at least have comfortable, not, you know, space cabin of a ship, <laughs> you know, really authentic surrounding. <laughs> well, you don't need it to be that authentic. It's, it's yeah. a star cruiser. It's supposed to be nice. Um, right. As- and it sort of looks like military sort of barrack style thing. So that's, that's a bit of a, I think I would be claustrophobic. There. Yeah. I think you might be actually. So in the rooms, they, they were a little tight. And so, and, you know, without having any outside source, Right. Of That's light. Me. You've got to, you've got a video screen out. essentially for a window. Right. Um and I, I don't know if ours wasn't working so well or whatever, but it it wasn't like as clear going out there as I would expect it to, as compared with like everywhere else where they had views out to space. It was, you know, like being on uh Rise of the Resistance when you look out into space via those big windows, or I would imagine probably, and I haven't been there, like Ian has seen on uh, Space Two Twenty. Right. Um, you know, that very similar there. But um, no, I, so bottom line is I really, I liked the experience. I just, I don't know that I could justify spending the money on it. I really would have loved to have tried things out for a longer uh, period of time just to kind of get in the flow and to figure yeah. out what it was like and what you did in your downtime. I mean, I saw some odd stuff online, like, people doing the hokey pokey and you know like them doing some cringeworthy stuff up yeah. on the main deck and i and i just wonder like we saw a fair amount of the ship and it did not appear to be that big so yeah. to christine's point you know if you're there for two and a half days would you get kind of antsy and and there supposedly yeah. there's some outside area that you can go out into it's coincidentally it sounds like same prison atmosphere a little bit yeah. <laughs> well it's like yeah. you get some outside yeah. time yeah yeah, yeah. 30 well, minutes what, what did they say you could go outside you know i guess that's where the smokers go too um <laughs> if you're on the starship and also great yeah and magically it has an atmosphere that is uh made to be just like the planet that you just left out there hmm. in the outside courtyard thing. Yeah, I think at least ha- half of one day you're actually in um, Star two. Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, yeah. you're in two for about half a day with some, I, I think I saw there's like some exclusive entertainment that's like technically behind the scenes to the public, but you see as part of that. So um, that is a little bit different, but yeah, unless you're really into Star Wars and are really going to suspend disbelief and like get into it and play your role, 
um, might not be the best choice. Well, yeah, not for that price. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, definitely it can like, like I think Christine said, it can come off very corny, you know, if you're not willing to, you know, invest yourself in it. That's I think as a casual observer, you're going to be like, why is this person doing this? Like, what is going on? You know, and um, I also think they missed an opportunity too. like, like there's no spa. There's no yeah. swimming pool, hot tub, right. anything like that. It, I mean, that yeah. could have been, those could have been cool opportunities. A spa, I would have thought, would have almost been a natural on a, on a luxury star cruiser. Like, yeah, and, and I, I guess the logic was, you know, you're, you're playing out this story the whole time. Like, I mean, I did see reviews where, like, even when you're eating, like, one of your meals, like, the last, the last uh, breakfast you have on the ship, like, there's a major pointing to the story sort of unfolds while you're having breakfast so it's you're in this story the whole uh yeah kind of the whole time so again if you give you know go here go to this spa that's a little bit harder um (laughs) well you're not not sort of actively in the story but it's two and a half days so i mean i yeah maybe maybe they fill every moment with story but but you know like we were eating that's the impression i got from reading some of these reviews well, and what was the hokey pokey you know <laughs> not in the story i am not a big star wars fan but i know they didn't do the hokey pokey on they uh they had to fill some time they ran a little too quick in another activity <laughs> maybe maybe it was from one of the comics yeah I, it might, that's <laughs> true it could be one of the uh, stories that the adjunct yeah, stories some, or, or something went down. I don't know. That that also could be the, I, the possibility. I, I don't know. But to your point, yeah. So we were eating uh, a dinner the one night and then uh, the the Imperial dude came in and he, he was some some, some uh, stormtroopers and things got a little rowdy and he interrupted the show. And then right. towards the end of dinner, we went to red alert and we all had to report up to our muster stations. And that was when Ray and uh, Kylo Ren went at it. And then that led to the in, in a fight. Yeah. In a fight. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so, <laughs> not, so definitely check that out. That actually, like that stuff was really good. And um, we have yeah. some of that video on the Facebook feed. We also have it on our TikTok channel. <laughs> which, so also spoiler alerts in case you yeah, do yeah. want to do this and do want to be completely yeah. surprised. You're going to see it. One of our videos on our TikTok channel is still going viral and we're over 700,000 views on that uh, from specifically me uh ordering the fiery mustafarian by the way i've been schooled on how to say it uh which is a drink at there which the you know that was the only other i guess i'll say constructive criticism i did see several people say is you know as far as you know repeat business it doesn't seem like they're really setting it up for this to be something that you're going to want to go back and do again because it's yeah. going to be at least initially it's going to be the same story again i said um, that same thing jason when we talked about it before yeah. John, like what first of all it's clearly priced at like you know, once in a lifetime pricing. Right. And yeah, what's the incentive to go back once you've done it? I mean, you, you can do, I guess, a different path. I mean, it's, there's a little, yeah, you can do the full mean, experience, it, it, there's different storylines. Another six grand. Yeah. Like, yeah, but essentially your grand know, finale right. and your battles yeah, and things would all be the, the same. same. So yeah. yeah, you're right. There, I mean, there's not like an AB shit and, that right. it doesn't change. I, I gotta believe there's a fairly limited market of people who are willing to pay six grand for this experience. 
So like once you that try specific and them, experience, yeah. Yeah, what happens? What yeah. happens? Well, you lower the price and you try and attract more people. And maybe it's the hot they start out like high. They, and, yeah, it's like they can't redo the story at any point in time either. Right, uh, but it's but since it's all acting and stuff like that, yeah. it's memorizing lines. I mean, it's going to be the same shit, the same stuff. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't. I mean, would you do it again? Would I? I would do it to do the ex, the whole experience. Well, you haven't done the whole thing, though. Right. right. But once you've done it, no. I mean, I can't. I can't imagine again wanting to see all the same battles. I mean, I, I'm sure there was a lot of detail that that I missed in four and a half hours. Um, even even depending on where I was at any given time, and yeah. like I went off and explored the bar while everybody else was doing stuff out in the in the main area. So. Yeah. Again, even there, my path might have been. I think it's the question: Is it different enough to justify the same, you know, expense again? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll see. This is this is one of those things. I, uh, you know, that 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 to me though was almost the biggest gamble they're doing. Not not to try to act like Star Wars is some niche. I mean, I realize there's you know universal um, receptivity to it, but it is still just. Star Wars. It's still like one movie genre. It wasn't like they did it sort of like the Adventurers Club was. That was very malleable. It was very flexible. Yes, it was sort of 1920s sort of era. But beyond that, they could take the story and, you know, 20 different directions every every night. Adventurers Club was a bar. Like right. you just went in and paid. <laughs> there also was that difference. It didn't cost six thousand bucks. Like you know, right. but I, I, I guess my my point is a cover yeah, charge. Okay. And that was yeah. it. Yeah. It's not, you can get a much a wider audience crowd, yeah. right? Or yeah. Star Wars is not a niche genre, but people willing to pay six grand to go do this—that right. is niche. That is well, very- the, well, the other thing is there is there was repeatability in the Adventurers Club because, you know, there yeah. were different yeah, shows that, that they did. That there were different performers. Yeah, room. full of improv. Yeah. Exactly. I don't. But it, I just, don't, it seemed like that could be a wider audience because you could do wider stories where with this you have to stay within the Star Wars, you know, sort of mythos and universe to some extent. Although, as I think we commented in the past, some of the characters they've put into this don't really look like something from the star Wars universe, yeah. which is a whole, whole different discussion, but right. Um, yeah. So there's yeah, that. So there is still yeah. that. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, if you want more detailed, uh, you know, review of what goes on and Sam's a definitely a Disney nerd. So you can get a whole different level of analysis than I could ever provide you of the star Wars. Uh, you know, I'm a fan, but I'm a casual fan. Uh, and he, he goes into pretty pretty good depth in the hour that we talk. And we ended up recording that, I think, like at 1130 at night, poolside at uh, Coronado. Uh, and <laughs> it's a little crazy, finished up and um, had a few people wandering by, wondering what we were doing, including security a few times, um, which was fun. But um Moving on from the Star Wars, um, it was festival time uh, that began, one of the many festivals that Epcot runs throughout the year. And uh, Mr. Ian, you got to go as an invited guest, right, to the uh, Flower and Garden Festival preview? I did, actually, yes. Yeah, how did that go? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, how did it go? What did you do? 
<laughs> so, it, I mean, I, I don't know about Curious. you guys, but I actually have always loved. Sorry, I wasn't was making sure you were done with your intro, John. Oh, okay. It's the delicate the flow. I was I was the not very well. Well managed. Yeah, no. I, so I don't know about you guys. I have always loved Flower and Garden Festival. Like even way back, like you know, when heck, before Trish and I even had kids, and we would come here. Like we always made a point to come in like May, right when Flower and Garden was gone on. Because it's just I don't know. Epcot's just so like uh, pretty when it's pretty. on. Pretty. It looks great. Yeah. And of course they've added so much to it over the years now it's like the you know the flower and garden food and wine festival practically <laughs> all the different food kiosks and especially drinks and all that kind of stuff so yeah so this year's um you know it i mean it's just you know looks looks great i mean all of, a lot of your a lot of the old friends are still there you know the the big hidden mickey is there and the you know in the in the near the lagoon uh where where world showcase begins it's really you know, always that, always like visiting an old friend when you see that come back. Um, yeah. But there's a lot of um, this year. They, you know, it's this year they did it a little differently. There's like, uh, you know, they always have kind of a theme, right? And of course, this one's, mm. you know, uh, no different. And so they have every every um, every pavilion now has like sort of an appropriately themed uh, topiary for a character, like Germany has Snow White and like you know, in the Seven Dwarves and. So that that's kind of fun, you know. Try and find the topiaries in the in the different pavilions. Um, yeah. I'm a huge Muppet fan, and they have a really awesome oh. um, Kermit riding his bike, you know, uh, topiary, which which was my personal favorite. Um, so there's uh, there's a lot of cool. You know, that one's over in England, right? Or in uh, UK? Uh, Germany. Germany. Is it in Germany this year? What are, who's, it's it's been by Canada before. Oh man, I'm getting all confused now. What what, what was like the one where that? the where the bat at the very end where the bathrooms, where the bathrooms are, yeah. are? It's over there mm-hmm. in front of the it's, bathrooms. Yeah, and then across from that is where I think Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Right are. by the water. Okay, so y'all know. Yeah. So, so what what ones in the UK then? What am I thinking? TikTok of? TikTok and Peter Pan and yeah, Captain Hook. Peter Pan and Tinkerbell, and they have like fairies and stuff. Like well, I remember the fairy houses. That's yeah. over by the fish and chips place, and then. TikTok and Peter Pan and Captain Hooker kind side. of by the water. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Nice. I should post yeah. all these. I took I pictures think, of um, all of them when I was France had Bell, I think, right? Didn't France have Bell? Uh-huh. And, and Mrs. Maybe, Potts. Yeah, Mrs. Potts. And I feel like I may have seen a Remy one somewhere. I think I found that. That one's kind of been there since they opened the ride. Oh, they just had yeah, the maybe. topiary right there by the entrance mm-hmm. to the ride. So yeah, maybe that's, that's cheating. Birds with one stone. They're I know. Cheating. <laughs> Yeah, so it was cool. We got um, you know, we did it. Actually, did it. Did a couple of the um, actually more than a couple. We did quite a few of the adult beverages along the way. We were with friends uh, who were down from home, so we uh, we did a little sort of a mini old people drinking around the world. We kind of you know got it got it. So had some really good uh, adult beverages. Uh, we sampled one of the desserts, which we did as a Trish tries. Uh, a, that was pretty awesome uh, over that was over by the imagination pavilion. So that was really good too. So yeah, it was a good time. I mean, I love, you know, to me, it's a, it's a can't miss, you know, you gotta, if you're going to come only once come for the flower and garden festival. Cause it's, you know, it's, it looks great. Epcot looks great. And, you know, really at the time it was, I mean, it was packed. Brutal. Like, it really <laughs> uh, no, not, it didn't reach brutal levels, um, but it was pretty, it was crowded. I mean, it was pretty crowded. Um, 
I think everybody agrees with me. They must all love Flower and Garden Festival because they were all there. It was awesome. Oh, and one other thing that I love, um, which is super cool, if you've never done it, it's it's uh, I think it's it's kind of a neat thing that they that they do. So as part of the Flower and Garden Festival, they actually do a, like a Flower and Garden Festival concert series, and so they have all these um, you know performers that come and they'll do like three shows a night. And originally it was more. Um, I think now they just it's it, since it's gotten so big, you know, Flower and Garden Festival used to be like six weeks. I think it ran from like maybe like right. late April to like, you know, the end of May. Now it runs, I think it I think runs it's all July the way. 3rd. Yeah. All the way into July. Yeah. So oh, wow. they have a lot of performers. It used to kind of be like, you know, it was sort of flower power themed. So you get a lot of like older sixties performers, you know, the Herman's Hermits always was right. Davy right. Jones used to come. Aww. Yeah, yeah. Davy Jones always used to be there. So there was a lot of like. Now yeah. it's a little bit of a broader crowd. Um, they have, um, but but it's pretty. It's pretty cool. All right, what was that there? Oh, they have Toby <laughs> Mac, and oh. so it's kind of like Trish, Night of Joy at. I'm Cloud sorry, Garden. Trish. Trish wants me to tell everybody <laughs> that she got to see Rick Springfield there. So she was. Really oh, good. Rick. Yes, yeah. uh, she was. She was Jesse's girl. For, you know, so. Oh my. Oh my! Yeah, uh, so, so that that is now. You said um, who did you say you were going to go see soon? We tomorrow night we are going to see um, members of ELO, the orchestra, Party. right? Yeah. So um, I'm actually let's just say I'm really curious about that because like I've they've been coming there for years. I I don't know anybody personally who's seen Christine. Have you have you seen them in all the years think, that you've not gone? that I recall. Okay. So obviously Jeff Lynn is not with them. He had his separate touring ELO band. Um, and you know, he still retains the name, the name. And I guess these are guys that used to be in the electric light orchestra back in the seventies and eighties, maybe. Uh, so yeah, I'm. You'll have to report back on that. I'm very curious. Yeah, we're going tomorrow night. So they are billed officially as the orchestra, starring former members of ELO. So yeah, they do not use. Them. <laughs> not, I missed the guess who was here to open this. Oh, I would have liked to have had no sugar tonight in my coffee. No sugar tonight. No sugar tonight in my tonight tea. In my tea. I, I honestly just. Flat out forgot. It's the new mother um, nature. So, but here's a couple of the other highlights. Um, I think we're going to try and get over to see uh, the spinners are here April 1st through the 2nd, and then you got Working the pointer sisters April 3rd through the 4th. I'm so we're going to try and catch one of those. Unfortunately, um, the one of my one of the biggest acts I'd love to see is Don McLean, um, but he's here around Easter, and we are blacked out uh, for oh, Easter. Oh, sorry. Yeah, bad time. I'm not here. allowed in. Yeah, no. I got you. Got Berlin coming uh, April twenty ninth, thirtieth. Terry Nunn in Berlin. Take yeah, my so I'm, I'm definitely going to see. Um, I'm definitely going to see Berlin for sure. Blood, sweat, and tears, John. <laughs> the Commodores, and here's a good one. I'm going to have to get my hair. I'm going to have to get my hair going. You got flock, flock of seagulls. Oh, nice, Mike Source. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Little River Band, May 29th to the 30th. If you're a. Uh, I'm going to see them. Yeah. That, there Christine, I want to know what, how they are, man. I'd like, I used to love them growing Christine, up. Christine, if you're gone, you, me, and John and Trish should catch up for that. Absolutely. We'll yeah, yeah, we're going yeah. for that. We even have okay. our park reservation to be sure. So. Yeah, I'm definitely in for the Little River. And then you got, I don't know who Simple Plan is, 
But then back for probably what must be the 20th year in a row, at least as far as tournaments. Oh, starring Peter oh. Noon. And Peter it Noon. actually wraps up June 17th to the 20th with the plain white tees, who I'm sure will sing Hey There, Delilah, and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> do your hit again. Yeah, do- <laughs> Exactly. Hey, they had at least they had at least two. Two hits? Okay. Yeah, there was the, they had a Play your other hit. The, the unplugged yeah. of plain of yeah, exactly. If you if you heard it, you know what it was, but I can't think of what the name is. One of those. Yeah. It's not that said, big of a hit. Yeah. I thought you said the guy from Boston is gonna be there. Or Boston. Yeah. Or, yeah, is is it Boston or just the lead singer for Boston? Tommy DiCarlo, singer of the band Boston. Okay. Yeah, so he's the guy who replaced Brad Dell. So, uh, and then Toby yeah, Max coming. We're going to see him too. Oh, nice. That's, yeah. Oh, and the Commodores. Did I skip the Commodores? No, you said the Commodores. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely going to see the Commodores. Feet too. times and matey. <laughs> oh, Brickhouse. Oh, Brickhouse? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so get down and uh, take in some flowers and some gardens and some adult beverages. No, I mean, it, it's always fun. A- actually, th- that's one of the things where I'm jealous of both of you guys uh, living down there is the summer concert series. Always seems to be some some bands for that. And then what do they do? The other one during the, yeah. uh, Eat, to the, beat. the summer Eat to the Beat. That's it. Yeah, that one always seems to. I was uh, kind of bummed. I didn't see the Hooters on the schedule for this year. And actually talked to Dave Wasikinen, who's the drummer for the Hooters. And I was like, your guys aren't going to be there. He's like, no, we didn't didn't get the invite this year, but we'd love to do it again. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe they get invited during Eat to the Beat. So, but always put on a good show. So, but uh, no, it's, uh, that's actually the fun of Epcot right now, especially with all the mess, the hot mess that is. Yeah. The whole structure is a hot mess. So the, the word on the street, though, is that the Moana water journey is making heavy progress. And I think actually, I just read and like I, I want to make a punt for that, but I'm trying to think of one on the report back. I've heard some of the walls have come down. Actually, they're, they're mm. pouring their <laughs> pouring the heart and soul into it. Yeah, uh, well, their heart and soul uh, into Moana. Uh, something else at Epcot that's happening. What's um, that? Well, so you, yeah, that was, many, many that people nice. would argue yeah, maybe yeah. the best part of Epcot, at least a world showcase, was the uh, Disney cultural representation program. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that is coming back now. So it? Uh, it will come back in phases. Uh, it stopped in 2020 uh, at the start of the pandemic. Uh, but they are now bringing it back. The first countries uh, which will be participating or pavilions, I guess I should say, with, you know, participants from those uh Actual countries will be Germany, yep. Norway, Italy, France, the UK, and Canada. That's so fairly significant. I was say, yep. isn't that all of them? But no, I know. No, no, that's not, not quite. Not quite. That's but a it's, lot. It's, it's a lot of them. Yeah. So those will be the uh, those will be the first ones, and they will bring back the remaining uh, in phases that haven't been announced yet. Uh, have not announced an actual date, uh, but I guess the program is now is now open and is now back. So. Uh, uh, people from those uh, countries that would like to participate, I think, can start actually uh, applying for the program. 
No, that is good because I, I think that was kind of like uh, it brought some spice to mm-hmm. Epcot mm-hmm. and realism to the countries. That's for sure. And actually, over the years, I've had some great conversations with mm-hmm. individuals yeah, who work in you know different pavilions. Mm-hmm. Just, they're just always talk. so nice. They are. Yeah. And and you know I, when you, I mean, there's still some there. Like you know, I mean, I have been waited on by folks just the past. I would say the past three times I ate in an Epcot restaurant, the three uh, servers I had all were from, you know, the host country. So, I mean, I don't know whether they are folks who've never left, you know, when the pandemic hit or I don't, but they, I mean, like we, when we ate in um, Viennapoli a couple of weeks ago, we, our server was from Rome and, you know, she talked a lot about, you know, her home country and all that kind of stuff. So there's still some around, but yeah, it is a little jarring. Like we ate in, in fact, when we did the concert or when we did the Flower and Garden Festival, we ate in. Um, uh, why am I drawing a blank on the name of the restaurant in Germany? The beer, beer garden. Beer garden. garden. All I could think of was Ackerschieß, which I knew was not it. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> beer garden, and our waitress for, was from like Brooklyn. You know, she said, "What do you yeah. want?" You know, like, yeah. <laughs> What do you yeah, want with your wiener schnitzel? Yeah, you want <laughs> I beat the schnitzel by hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, well, that's a little off. My limit. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. Them back. In the same vein, also coming back, John. Yes. The minivan. Wait. The, yeah. Boy, we, we've got a, we've actually got a few comebacks. Uh, yeah. Actually, really good to see uh, all this. Sum- the summer. Yeah. Yes. There no date, I don't think yet. They just said summer. No, just said summer. Yeah. And now, I mean, in fairness, they said early 2022 for the trams to return, and it's now almost April, and only Magic Kingdom has trams. Mm-hmm. So, you know, well, they, they returned with a just salt. to one place. Mm-hmm. So, I said they've returned, but just to one place. Yeah, right. Well, they said they would be in all the parks. Actually, right. they, they, it hasn't happened yet. So, we'll and so, though the minivans were lift before, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. They, so they will be when will be re- when they return. Retaining well. their affiliation. Yes. Uh, which would be nice to have some additional options. I mean, it, they're expensive, but there are times where, you know, you may want to spend to to get from point yeah. A to point B quickly. Um. So I, you know, I I haven't used them yet. Have any of you actually ever yeah, used? We used them a couple times. Yep. And you know what I like? I will say this. Okay. You know, a lot of times when you when you get into something, a situation like that, you know, the driver is maybe not very conversational or even, you know, right. every driver we had, and I think we did, it took them like four or five times. Every driver we had, super nice. Oh, yeah, they're, they're cast members. Knew about Disney World. Yeah, they're like, all, they're all cast drove around, They'd be like, this is blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> you know, they could talk about the resort believably. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, like, because I mean, you can you can't fool me like you know like if I, they weren't they weren't they actually knew what they were talking about i was impressed by that so i enjoyed it it was i, I look i mean i could absolutely see you know i don't know how far i think they only go on property so we can't use them but like I, definitely if i was you know maybe going to go over to epcot for an evening of you know drinks and dinner with my with my significant other and you know have the kids maybe or, i would totally minivan over in the van back they're, I, I like them. I thought they were yeah. cool. I, I yeah. didn't know they were cast members, Jason. So, I yeah. mean, how, how exactly does that work? I mean, 
I, I think they, when they initially started it, they pulled just from people who were who were existing cast members. The one I got the one time was someone who uh, was actually a cast member that did some of the Run Disney planning. I was down oh, there okay. actually for a Run Disney event, so they were, um, you know, very personable and talked about the Run Disney event the whole time and kind of shared some insights on that. So that was neat. Um, kind of the main. Main advantage to using them if you don't want to use the buses um, is definitely at the Magic Kingdom uh, because they do drop you off uh, right at the Magic Kingdom bus stop along with all the other buses. Um, do they pick you up there too, or do you have to go to a yep. ticket transportation center? Nope. Oh, well, that is worth too. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Is I mean, it, especially at Magic Kingdom, it's like door to door service. You know? Yep. So. And they do it this, uh, that's the same way at the other parks as well. I think one of the bus stops at each location now is a uh, minivan uh, stop um, so you can find it more easily because when it first started it was a little bit more like oh we're somewhere in this area just come back and look for us at the end of the day <laughs> and it was kind of like well I mean but you could track them on your phone and that was mm-hmm. uh, that was fine so you could still yeah. find them that way but um, yeah it was no I mean it, it is a little bit more pricey than a even like a Lyft Lux or whatever the high end of Lyft is um, but yeah, uh, yeah for Disney, it's a, it's a good, always been a good experience when I've when I've done it. We usually yeah. it better than a cab because like oh, we, yeah, we took a cab after Jelly Rolls and the, our driver initially. was in worse shape than we were, so it's definitely oh. better than a cab. <laughs> yeah. Yikes! Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it started as a flat rate, but then they changed it to a uh, variable distance rate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. probably after about the first year or two of operation. Yeah, maybe maybe a year, first year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know how, whether whether you've noticed, but I mean, at least since I started traveling a little bit again, uh, I mean, the rates in in Ubers and stuff have gone up anyway. Oh yeah. Um. So I wonder. Rates in everything. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. this is this is true. That's <laughs> sign of the times. Uh. But yeah, it's it just a matter of noticing that and then wondering, I'm, I'm just wondering what that means for average trips and, you know, how much it'll cost to get from point A to point B on property. Yeah. And, and, but Oh, well, we'll see when they bring them back. We know they still have them, though. So we kind of debunked yep. the rumors that the they were all gone. They were a security barrier at the uh, uh, Run Disney events this past fall. So... Yeah, exactly. Well, barricade when you can park twenty minivans. That's day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there. I sent home from. I think it was from Epcot the other day in a in an uh, in an Uber, I think. And like, there was a big line item on the bill that said "fuel surcharge." So, like, right now, there's definitely a fuel surcharge getting added to your uh, to your sure. crowdsourced travel for sure. Well, just uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, a separate subject. Gas check where, where you are. How much? How much is gas right now? Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Three ninety three. I think it just dropped today. Yeah, and it's it's somewhere in the so actually pretty pretty uniform across from yeah. South Carolina to Ohio to Florida. So okay, I right, was just curious about that. Uh, other stuff returning. Uh, how about H two O glow? I never got to do that. Did you do that in the past? Did any, has anyone done that? The no. Honestly, I've like, never heard of it. I did the oh, DVC Extra no. Magic Hours. I mean, not Extra Magic Hours, um, Moonlight Magic. Yeah. So I've done that, but I have never done the H2O Glow. So specifically, was there Moonlight Magic at the water park? 
Then, there was one several years ago at Typhoon Lagoon. Okay. So probably, I'll bet you it's probably pretty similar to that. I would though. think. They had a DJ and you could get whatever snacks you wanted and whatever. Yeah. That was before yeah. DVC Moonlight Magic changed to giving you a coupon for a snack because people were shoving things in their backpacks and 20, you know, we can't have nice things. So (laughs) it used to be like all the Cokes you want, all the Mickey bars you want, potato chips you want, all this you want. And then people are just cramming it in their bags. So Uh, then they're like, here's a coupon and you can have a sandwich and chips and a Coke or something. And it's changed a little bit. Uh, They started those back up. Yeah. I saw that too. So that's come back. Yeah. I didn't remember when we went, to one, I had a great time. Thought that was a, mm-hmm. a really nice, great benefit. way to to have a light, you know, a lot lighter crowd for sure. Yeah, and then I think my wife wife had at least two Mickey bars when we went. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. she was enjoying it. Why like, not? Wow, I'm gonna have two. All That's right. right. Uh, but but yeah. The, so now the the H2O glow, uh, it, the, the press release. Let's see. I've got some info here. Um, uh, H2O Glow After Hours returns to Disney's Typhoon Lagoon during Memorial Day weekend with new elements designed to, air quote, glow up the summer season. Nighttime event starts May 28th, runs uh, every Saturday through August 27th. Oh, wow. Really? Hmm. Um, this year's version will offer unique, vibrant decor, complimentary food and beverages, and high-energy DJ dance party. I mean... Is it really complimentary if you have to pay to get in? But right. I guess it's complimentary once you get in the door. Right. Um, uh, DJ dance parties that'll tour or transform the storm strewn water paradise into a light night party instead of late. Get it? Light night party. Mm. her copywriting there. Um, that creates the perfect nightcap for families visiting Walt Disney World Resort. It'll be even more magical since the nighttime event revert, or returns during Walt Disney World's most magical celebration that began October 1st, honoring the 15th and we'll anniversary of the resort. <laughs> yeah, and we'll be going on for the next two and a half years. Uh, you can purchase your tickets at the Walt Disney World website beginning March 29th, which is two days from now. Uh, tickets on sale to the general public. Oh, I see. Wait. It's guests of Disney Resort Hotels, Swan and Dolphin Hotels, and Shades of Green at Walt Disney World can purchase them on the 29th. General public, uh, April 1st. Limited capacity and separately ticketed event that does not require an additional day's water park ticket or Disney Park Pass reservation. So there you go. You're going, Ian? Yeah, we're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. You, you and the wife, you and the kids, the whole, no, we'll take all, all 20 of you. All 20 of you. Yeah. All yeah 20 we're going to wait till Taylor gets down when school ends for her and then we'll probably go sometime in May. Yeah. I, I, I haven't been to the water parks in forever and I actually really liked Typhoon Lagoon. Yeah. We do too. I like that one better than Blizzard Beach. Beach. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I generally like Blizzard Beach a little Do better, you? but I mean, I love Typhoon Lagoon too. So mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to getting back. We haven't been to Typhoon Lagoon since I think like 2018, maybe. So uh, I'm looking forward to going back there. That's been a few years. We're just waiting for the right. Um, yeah, well, it wasn't open, you know, right. for, uh, a good bit of the time. So yeah, we're we're just waiting for um, we're just waiting for the weather to get to the right 
you know, the right weather day, and then we're going to go over and hit Typhoon Lagoon. Well, it's going to be soon. Yeah. Yeah, pretty soon. Well, I was be. actually hoping to go this weekend, but it was only in like a low 70s, so it was a little, uh, yeah. would have been a little Windy. water park yeah. chilly. Yeah. In other words, it was actually nice in, down there, so that'd be good. Well, you mentioned how uh, certain guests of specific resorts could purchase tickets early. Yes. Uh, so there's going to be some expanded uh, benefits for a new hotel uh, being built on property, uh, but it's not a Disney-owned or operated hotel. Uh, the I'll probably butcher this Drury Plaza yeah, Hotel Orlando. Uh, it's being built near as part of the Disney Springs complex. Uh, it'll open on October 27th and will be included in the early entry program. Uh, so it'll be yet another hotel uh, added to allow select, which I'll now put in air quotes, um, guests uh, 30 minutes early 30 before minutes. before regular guests, which I now seems like might be the minority of people attending. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it, really, I mean, it really seems like they've added a lot of hotels to that. And it really seems to water down some of the benefits of staying, you know, quote, on site. So not exactly uh not exactly sure why that's uh continuing and they keep adding more hotels to that but um that will be another option and if that's important to you that could be i guess a a choice moving forward yeah so the question i have is has anyone ever stayed at a drury hotel like i've seen them but like i it's funny. It's just like some names put you off, and I just like. Dreary. It sounds like dreary. Dreary, yeah. exactly. Dreary, one hundred percent. Like that's no. like when I saw that, I was like, eh, I don't yeah. stay at the dreary hotel. There now again, it's in their press release, so I'm I'm sure it's one hundred percent accurate. But they supposedly consistently rank very high on like travelocity and TripAdvisor. Might like be a great place. I've never been. Service, but I I really had never heard of them until. Um, but very recently, Drury, I would be willing to do a room tour if you want to send me to go check it out. I will report on it firsthand and uh, give an honest review. I just, like I said, I've seen them. You know where I've I've seen them? I've seen them. Like I think it was out in the Midwest. I think out in Dayton there are a couple of them. They uh, they just put in one or two, yeah, here in uh, this area. So yep. that uh, it seems like they have a habit of at least in this area buying existing hotels and maybe yes. like renovating them. Yeah. Right, exactly. And that that was another thing that I noticed too. Which so yeah, yeah I'm just curious about that. So yeah, hmm. So that's going to be somewhere in Disney. Do we know where or is are they? Um, I we we talked about it when they first announced that I don't. I, I kind of think they may have raised an existing uh, hotel and they're building this in its place. I think so. Brand new. Uh, in this case. To that. Yeah, it, it is definitely a brand new, brand new building. It looks like at least from the uh, concept art that's in the press release. But oh, okay, uh, I don't know. I'd have to dig into those details a little bit more. Okay. Talk- it's been announced for a while because we were talking about this kind of uh, like 2019, I think, time frame. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so it's been ages ago, many moons ago. Yes. <laughs> in, the before, in the before four times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's BC. Yes. Yeah. Um, now, uh, if you are in a Disney hotel room, mm-hmm. uh, you may have some new options to do while you're in your hotel. Uh, while Disney World Resort is slowly rolling out uh, new smart TVs into 
uh, several of their hotel rooms. So, wow. so far, they're in the Riviera Resort, the Yacht Club, Beach Club, Coronado, okay. uh, Animal Kingdom, and they are just now going into the Grand Floridian. So I had hey, this. Welcome to 2015. I had this, yeah. and I did. I didn't even know it. Yeah, well, the, the more so. the more interesting thing I find is that uh, they're they're toting in the press release that it'll now welcome guests into their room. Yes, um, they'll offer complimentary Disney content and connectivity for their personal devices, so they can stream any current subscription content they have. For example, Disney Plus or Hulu. Isn't that a captive audience to? Give complimentary Disney Plus and Hulu during your stay as an advertisement. I, I yeah. So I didn't like even they used notice to do that, that part. back in the day with the Disney Channel and you know Disney all the like eight yeah. other variations of that they had. They don't for, give you anything for free anymore. So, yeah. but it, it's advertisement at that point. You can have a commercial every ten they minutes that says you know they don't go feel like they need that. Get home. They don't so. care. You know, we were talking. It, let me ask you a question. When you guys go to a Disney restaurant on property, what's the first thing that what's the first question the the hostess or host asks you after you have any discounts? You know, when no. When do you have any table, do you have any allergies? When you when you walk into your table, first thing they say, "Have you ever dined with us before?" Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Lady, I make my reservations in an app that you own all the data to. Why are you asking me? <laughs> yeah. You know if I've eaten here before. Like what? How lazy is that? Yeah. How about going? Oh, Mr. Mitchell, you must have really enjoyed your meal with us when you ate here three weeks ago because you're back already. Like, yeah. they don't even they don't even do <laughs> the bare minimum. Be oh, yeah. Yeah. They're like, you're wearing your hair longer now, Christine. Yeah. Like, uh, they wanted to, but they. You, 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 you'd, you'd have some right. people. You'd, you'd have some people suing them over that. But yeah, yeah, I know. You know yeah. would be we're glad you've chosen to dine with us again. Everybody yeah. in the entire world is trying to go to more personalized interactions with yeah. their customers. Companies right. are spending billions of dollars to do this, and Disney's like, oh, have you ever eaten with us before? <laughs> well, really? Well, it's this? like, the, it's like the laziest conversation starter. Yeah. When I check in, you go, give me your mobile number so I can text you. Right. It's in the app that I made the reservation <laughs> on. Why do you want me to give it to you? Just get it from the app that you forced me to use for everything, everything. I do. What's the Forget point of the app well. if you're not going to use it? Like, it's so yeah. lazy. They just don't even put in – it's like Walmart does a better job. Like, they're, they're just awful. They don't you know, even, it's kind of like when you do a phone care. thing and, and when you're on the phone, it says, please confirm your date of birth. Okay, please confirm your home phone number associated with the account. When I call member services, what's your DVC member number? What's your date of birth? What's the last four of your social? All this stuff. And then as soon as they come on, let me confirm. Yeah. Is your member number? Blah, blah, oh, blah. And I'm like, I already oh did God. it. I already told yeah. you everything. Oh don't make me go through the auto it, Doesn't that... Oh, doesn't that just drive you nuts? Yeah, when you're... I punched in everything you told me to punch. Yeah. I did all yeah. that, and now I've got to tell Do you again. again. Live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, now, yeah. I, I I like, instead, to Ian's point, you know, like when I call my bank, it's like, well, your voice matched our voice print. Good to talk to you, Mr. Oh, wow. Uglinski. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll take that. Dude, that's like science fiction to Disney. I know. Like, oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean this. This is the company that, yeah, that has still doubled down on Go.com. But 
Bro, I, yeah, well, that's exactly. true, actually. It's a good point. I was thinking that yesterday when I was uh, going through the BBC site. Did they outlast AOL? I mean, is that the, 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 who, who won that battle? I know. Is AOL that's what they were going head still to head. AOL? I think I still have the stock report where they talk about how they're introducing Go.com to compete against AOL. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I know. I mean, so. seriously, can't somebody untangle that mess and just get rid of the .go.com? Apparently not. Have you seen their technology? No, nobody can do that. I feel it's like. um, Why do you think it's still there? Probably because nobody knows how to get. I feel like it's it's like COBOL programmers. Like there's just don't. There's no one left pretty much anymore that can do. There's like maybe twenty people across the United States that that do that kind of stuff and. They they fired them all or outsourced all of their jobs and now they're left with go.com. Oh, they're all I, I, I think if they outsourced it would have gotten better, but you're probably <laughs> right. No, actually. They outsourced all of it and it's not I mean, I don't know. But oh, Ian, to your point, I I think it's a actually a great point where at a minimum, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want it to get to the creepy point, but at least saying yeah. "Welcome back, good to see you here again," or "It's nice to have you dining with us here again" would be well, there, a, a better way to there, introduce. There was that. that whole program too. I mean, even before the Magic Bands, they had the whatever pal Mickey got introduced yeah. under. That was yeah. all supposed to be part of that. All the and personalization. Never, I mean, yeah, for God's, for God's sake, when with your Magic Bands you go on Expedition Everest, your name pops up yeah. in the posters and things like that we so we can't literally well that now that they've gotten rid of the magic bands mm-hmm. so i mean i guess maybe well that's sort of another thing right like the 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 wake of like unused or half realized tech that they've just yeah. left behind them is like like pal mickey's a perfect pal example mickey. like, pal yeah. mickey was going to change the world and pal mickey and pal mickey and then <laughs> People exactly. to watch TV, watch well, that's a good question. No, that's yeah, true too. Fair, fair point. Yeah, I mean, maybe when you're in your hotel room for ten minutes before bed, but, getting ready right. for bed. Yeah. So yeah. Pound, Pound yeah. Mickey died. I don't even know what ever happened to him. He just vanished into oblivion. No one ever heard from yeah. him again. Yeah. You know, then the magic bands. Everything was on. Oh, it's so easy. Use your magic band. Magic band. And now, like, oh well, we're not actually going to give you. One. We're not going to. We're not going to use those. We're going to. You know, remember it used to come in the cute boxes, and you, you'd get so excited. And now it's like, here's some bubble wrap in a Manila folder. Enjoy. See you later. You know. And and I know packaging, and we're going to be green and whatever, but it. It matters a little. Well, and plus the technology, the backbone of the technology is still there. They're just forcing you to yeah. use your devices, which again is kind of like just pushing the buck back on you. Yeah. Uh, in other words, now I have to have my phone open all the time. I have to be constantly time. looking at my app. I can't yeah. just go off of my band and right. yeah. But uh, by the way, just to circle back on the uh, TV, I actually did see that and noticed it because when I turned on my TV, actually it was on when I came in and it welcomed me to the room. It had my name on it. It it said, do you want to check out park schedules? Do you want to do this? You want to do that? And you could do that. And really, I didn't check it out as much as I probably should. Somewhere somewhere they've got the they've got the Disney smart devices or whatever the generic name is for the the Echo knockoff. Yeah. Yeah. I thought mine was going to come to life behind me. <laughs> I said so the A word. One of the hotels have that in it or somewhere, or, or maybe it actually 
I don't know. I thought the contemporary the was one of the ones. Star that was, Cruiser. Yeah, I don't no, know. Thanks. Oh, the Star Cruiser actually. Yeah, yeah, it, it has the Star Cruiser that has assistance. Yeah. Yep. on board that you, it is the same. Circle. Yeah, same yeah. sort of technology that's going in the personal. Yeah, they, they tested devices. it there. And then yeah, I think that's the first place they've done it on a permanent. And they, you know what, what was weird about that? So yeah, coming full circle to that again. <laughs> so, wow, you just went all the way back. Uh, to the beginning of the show, just rewind, folks. It'll be fine. Um, is that they said that that experience may or may not be available on a given day that they, that they were testing. Oh. Well, that's and always assuring. Yeah, which was was odd. We but, may or may not have emergency exits available. So, so, yeah, I know. So, if, you, if, you, if you watch my room tour, they actually ask whether they I, they want to activate it for me. And I said, yes. So, and then it answered some question as I was rolling by it. Uh, yeah. Kind of cool. Um, of course, you know, you can get creeped out as well, but it's, it's, it's probably easier than using the app. It, it probably is easier than using the app. Yeah. And supposedly it would integrate your schedules and things like that. And right. also depending on what you were interested in would then suggest things going on on board for you to go yeah. and check out. I mean, so. even non Disney though, some of that like suggestion technology they try to do is still, still very much in its, in its infancy. infancy. Yeah. Like uh, maybe you want to go to the town hall and meet Mickey right now. No, I don't. Right. I don't. I <laughs> I'm at the other end of the park and uh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a magic pass coming up in about 15 minutes here. Yeah, Dad. I'll be walking around. It's like it'd be a great time to go get something to eat at ABC Commissary. And I'm like, it's it's 323. I mean, what, what am I eating at 323? It's 323 right. in the afternoon. Well, no not because they think it's a great time to eat, because they want you to go there because no one else is yeah. there. And they're waiting right. money to take casters thing around. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like. I see yeah. you've 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 booked uh, Spaceship Earth. You must now want to go see Amazing Planet. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no one wants to go see yeah. Amazing what, Planet. What I'm talking about. So that data, right? That data that they're using. Oh, there's yeah. nobody in line at yeah. the commissary, right? So we have right. that data, but they don't use it to to the customer's advantage. They use it to their own advantage. Oh, I'm going to try and get people to go eat. You know, like mm -hmm. we push them into the line, like. Mm -hmm. 100%. Everything they yeah. do is internally focused around their yeah. own weird, obscure, like yeah. operating procedures. I, I, I tend to believe in earnest it didn't start that way, but it just sort of turned turned into that's that what happens when you build they, everything by committee. Yeah, when they realized what it could do for like staffing purposes. That's what Magic Bands and the park reservations ended up becoming. It's so that they know how many cast members to staff at what mm -hmm. park. It doesn't have anything to do with any other guest our, benefit, our, right our, our enjoyment yeah yeah perfect example though horrible guest experience absolutely horrible yeah. you know like i gotta make a reservation what do you mean I, it's a theme park there are literally what i don't know five thousand other theme parks in the united states that aren't disney theme parks none of them require yeah. reservations in fact none of them yeah. required reservations during the pandemic that was only disney yeah. too even Universal so, never required reservations. I do you think that is is going to go away? I no, no, uh, no I I basically like gush it, about how wonderful it, it it'll take a big attendance hit for that to go away. Yeah. Okay. Works. So so let's talk about that. 
then okay because you both are local christine and ian um and the crowds are bad right now they're really bad um i mean kind of crazy um what do you think i mean how long does this last i i I mean part part of me says you know post-covid i get it it's the same way in hilton head right now like our our crowds are here earlier than they've ever been the last few years and they're staying longer. But I mean, do you think at this point it's, it's kind of the post COVID I got to get out. I can't stand this being locked up. And, and then at some point, do you think inflation actually hits and, and people and $4 a buck, you know, or four bucks for a gallon of gas or five bucks starts setting us back to where we were like when they stopped building resorts for a number of years. I mean, what, what all, what do you, what do y'all think? I mean, being locals, what, how do you well, see it's it? The on classic, the it's like the classic joke, right? Like, Oh, Disney world, nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded. You know, like <laughs> they're all there. I, I mean, right now I, I feel foolish ever saying anything about, you know, people not going there because it's just packed. I mean, it's actually not. That's the interesting thing. It's really kind of not packed. It's just the lines. Capacity, are right? The lines it's are bad. It's, it's not. The, it's the lines. It's, it's the line to get anything to eat. It's the line for the ride. Anytime I get in line for anything, yeah. to buy a mug, to you know, to do whatever, it's just a to line. To get a cup of coffee, you know. Yes. The line, I mean, the, it's just a the line. line for Starbucks is always out the door and down the and and like some of it is clearly just they don't have enough people working there yeah. or I mean, I is it, it's a lot of that part of know. that and and, and i honestly, just the people that are working there are very new yes and very poorly trained i don't yes. i try never to take my frustration with stuff out on the cast members because i know it's not their fault most right. of the time like right. but i we ate we were in animal kingdom and we ate it i can't remember what it used to be restaurant of source i don't know if it still is or not um and like I, I, I actually just I, I finally lost my patience. There was a guy like so you know how you have to go back and pick up your food at the window when you do the mobile order, you know, window, window three. Mm-hmm. So like I go back to window three and I'm like, oh, here's my thing. And I'm like, literally, I can tell right away we're in trouble because the cast members. Like, Sorry, this is a video podcast, right? People can see what I'm doing. <laughs> You know, Ian's eyes, the eyes were glazing over and confused. And this thing with the receipt, you know, like, right. You know, and I'm like, oh, here we go. So they're looking around and they find somebody and they're, you know, collaborating on the thing. And so the, my food apparently, and this took like a good five to 10 minutes to figure out. My food was actually at window five, not window three. And so like, their lines are long. There's like 30 people in line at window five. Right. And so I'm like, okay. And I'm like standing there and the guy's standing there looking at me. You're like, and can I'm you like, go down to number five, sir? And so he's like, yeah. So you can just go down to number five and pick it up. I go, no, no, you can go down to number to five. Number and, five. <laughs> and then he was like, well, I don't. Uh, well, how do we do that? I did. I kind of, I felt bad. I yelled at him. I, I, I did. I was like, listen, like, this isn't that freaking hard. Just go get my food and bring it over to me. It's probably cold now anyway. And I just paid $80 for like, you know, Wendy's. So like, <laughs> 
And the well, guy was huge. And then this was my favorite part. Some some other random guy comes walking up to me, goes, I'm sorry, what's the problem? And like I go, Oh, well, this is the problem. And he's like, Oh, okay. And then he left. <laughs> I've, I've heard enough. Just checking. <laughs> and he goes, aren't you, that, aren't you that guy that complains all the time on the podcast? Twenty years ago, they'd have been like, "Oh, we're really sorry for the mix-up. Yes. Like, here's a free cookie or something." So like, different. No yeah, cookie. yeah. They were just like, "Here's your ice or just cold a sorry, just a sorry window." Been. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. twenty minutes. And by the way, we're kind of annoyed that you made us walk down there instead of you walking. Yeah, yeah. That was the only time I've lost because that was to me like you're just a dope. Like it's not you know, but well, this is where they are. They yeah. can only hire who the, who's right, willing Chris, to work yeah. there, right. and they are the bottom of the barrel is empty, and they're they've had to break through and find the people under the barrel. Like <laughs> I, agree. I agree, I agree, I agree. We went and on. Not, uh, by the way, this is not just Disney. <laughs> Like I'm not. No. This is not a knock no. on Disney. Everybody is having this problem. All right, Ian, let Christine speak. Oh no, I'm <laughs> oh good. Gosh. I'm good. No, I was just going to add that it's so different than it used to be in a lot of ways. Um, mm-hmm. On Di- we went on Disney Cruise in September, and um, I knew there were going to be limits and you know the masks and the whole thing, and that that's okay. I came in knowing it, but I didn't realize that um, two of the restaurants were closed. Not all three were open. Everybody was mm-hmm. on the same rotation. You oh. couldn't go to cabanas at dinner. Um, you could, you could really? only do certain things. Well, so that meant on pirate night, everybody had the same menu and we don't like that menu, my husband and I. So I asked if I could have chicken, chicken tenders. No, no. Really? I said, like, like from room service, can you, can I get some there? Cause room service is 24 seven on the cruise. Right. Can I get some from room service? If you, if you eat it in your room, I said, so I'm grounded. <laughs> I said, like, oh. I said, well, can what? I go order it? We were with friends and they liked the menu. I said, can I go order room service? Have, have it brought to my room and then bring it down here to be with my friends. No, those dishes must remain in your cabin. And I asked, and Oh, I'm not talking to someone at live because guest service desk was closed. You had to do, you had to make an appointment to chat with the cast member on the ship. You couldn't go to the desk. So I'm chatting with her and she said, absolutely not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can either eat in the dining room or you can have room service in your room or when the fast food stations upstairs open at nine o'clock, you can go have pizza. And I was like, okay. And she goes, I said, are you sure? And she said, yeah, I asked my dining manager and he said, you can't. So at that point I start stewing. You know, and because I'm like, I just want chicken fingers. That's all in the world I wanted. And I start stewing and I go to and I find a officer or whatever, you know, the wear the white suits. And I asked, I said, I said, is it is it because of COVID or is it just a different service thing that I can't get chicken fingers instead of what's being served in the dining room tonight? He said, yeah, you can have chicken fingers. Why couldn't you? I said, yeah, I it's. They told me no on the chat. I'm showing her the chat. I asked my dining room manager. He said no. So he gets the dining room manager. And the di- and I don't know if he's either throwing her under the bus or the woman just wanted to get me off chat. But the dining manager said, I've, I know nothing of this. He goes, court, you can have as many chicken fingers as you want. But I, it took an hour. My friends were done eating. And so we ended up, we ended up just buying a bag of chips and eating that until 9 o'clock when the pizza window opened. <laughs> And I thought, I can't believe how many points I paid for this cruise. My my <laughs> mouth is agape. And I've cruised many, many times. That was like my 17th cruise with Disney. It should be, and- though. That's pretty representative of how it is now. They follow yeah. their own internal stuff, and it's like – 
They have no interest in bending their own internal policies. Not like it used to be. You know, it just it used to make me happy if they just called my daughter princess or not give me anything, but just call my daughter princess and ask if we're having a good day. And now it's just like people are they're angry and I'm sure they're just getting you know, reamed all the time or something, or maybe they feel frustrated because they haven't been trained right. But it's just, it's, it's a real different environment in, in a lot of ways. Well, I think to your point, whether it's, it might be a little bit of that, where people aren't being trained right, that they are coming in and they're being put into positions where they know nothing about the, the way Disney service is or was expected to be. It goes to the long time ago, them killing traditions Mm -hmm. to the point where you had to come in and you had to earn, you know, learn guest service. And it was a week long thing. And then it was like Mm -hmm. a day and then it's a couple hours. I don't even know what it is or if it even exists at this point. But I think to your point, they're like in the real world, people are used to treating people like that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry, no, you can't get that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, just you don't like it, go away. Uh, Mm -hmm. But here you're paying thousands of dollars to you know, well, and, and I, yeah, and I didn't ask for something new. They have chicken nuggets in the same kitchen. They're <laughs> right. making pirate night dinner. Just, right. I just want it. Kids are getting it off the kids menu. Can I please have chicken tenders? That's all in the world I want. Nope. Well, nope, I think, can't. and this goes to what Ian has said in the past too, is that they keep pushing the envelope as far as the prices going up, which then creates this wacky expectation in people's minds that well, there should be a better level of service with the. Right inflated prices that yeah, that's, that's, that's not a wacky <laughs> i know i know well i know yeah. well I, yeah but you I know what's weird kind of being sarcastic I, about that. I think it should be that way but i don't know if it is people yeah. seem to be happy to get robbed but like i was just, <laughs> I, I was just thinking about this yesterday there like, we go there's so much hype around right. in in certain parts of the the disney fandom there right. is so much hype around everything Disney does. Like every time they got new they cups, they got new paper cups. It's selfies with a cup. Yeah. Right. Look, I got my brand new $49.99 made in China plastic tumbler with pigment on it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Hey. Like, I mean, and they're just like the honestly, like they show up and they're like, oh my God, the new yeah. Bradley bag has that's, that's <laughs> part of it. But no, I mean, there's also brown and other white. Yeah, Disney I mean, there's also luxury. Them. It's just about what can I buy <laughs> yeah. with Disney branding on it that I can then show off to all my Disney nerd friends yeah. on Instagram. That's going to make me that's certainly part you know, of the cool kid. Yeah. And as I'm, as I'm showing my forty dollar drink that I got on board the yeah. Galactic Star Cruiser right here but with my cool glass and my yeah. little metal. There are other products and whole industries that are based around the fact that I'm paying a lot of money for something. So therefore Mm -hmm. it must be valuable. Right. They've they've fallen into that as well. But then Mm -hmm. there, you know, there is, you know, I, I do expect, I mean, for me, that is one of the intangibles that I do come back for is I do still expect good service for that amount of money. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that certainly is starting to change and, you know, we'll we'll see where we are here in a year or two, but. Well, so uh, then this goes back is the difference it goes all the way back to what i was asking in the beginning which is yeah it's fine right now 
Okay. Because people are coming out of COVID. There's more customers than they know what to do with. People actually still have money, probably saved up from the last few years of not doing anything, yeah, not going on vacation. A lot of people are job hopping and getting huge raises now. Well, that too. That too. There's a lot of cash in the market right now. Which but is the point is, as interest rates start going up and they're talking about five or six interest rate hikes over the next year. Then the inflation is at record highs. We've got gas prices, which are at near record highs right now. At some point, that sort of environment that's going on is very similar to what happened the last time post 9-11 when things just went to crap as well. I was going to use yeah. another word, but this is a family podcast. But but uh, but when they stopped building hotels, all of a sudden that they had announced, everything slowed up. So, I mean, do you think we're headed there or do you think that we're just going to keep people? There's unlimited demand for Disney at this point. Right now there is because I think the people that are the, the segment that we're talking about, mm-hmm. these people that are totally there to be Instagram fabulous. All in. Yeah, all in. Yeah, you know, they're just like, to, to Jason said it perfectly, you know, it's it's expensive, so it must be good, and I'm going to do it, and I'm going to show everybody that I'm doing it to prove that I have a lot of money and, you know, be ostentatious, and that's like a big thing, you know, now. It's just flaunting, you know, your wealth in a very humble yet visible way. And as, I mean, those people aren't going to be affected by this the way that, you know, the average guy is. So and frankly, the way Disney is right now, they're clearly saying we don't want the parks full. We don't want a whole bunch of people here who are staying at the Holiday Inn Good Neighbor Hotel. We, if we had our way, we would fill the parks with people who spent thirty five thousand dollars on, a, you know, on a suite at the Grand Floridian. And they want a VIP tour guide every day. And, you know, they're going to eat in all the best restaurants. I mean, that's what they want. They don't care if they can make their money on literally 5,000 guests, they'll do it. They would prefer it. They would. I think, I think there is a certain amount of, of truth in the fact that, that less is more kind of thing right now with the park reservations and the whole nine yards that they're controlling the capacity. But, I wouldn't say the experience is better. Like you would think with all that going on that the experience would be better, but, but whether it's lack of cast or lack of training or something, I, I don't you need know, a lot less cast to service 5,000 people than you do. 50, mm-hmm. Well, you would. That's, that's true. Yeah. Although I don't, I don't and those 5, think can operate on a much better people. time without the other 45,000 people there. Yeah, well, I don't know how many people go through the parks every day, but I don't think it's 5,000. I don't think that's going to no, no, pay the bills. They the bills. But, if they could have yeah. 5,000 people there that were spending 10 grand a person, they would much prefer that over 50,000 people spending, you know, a grand. Yeah. A I think certainly everything that's been done lately has kind of, you know, gone towards that where they're ramping up the prices. They, they keep pushing I mean, to Christine's point where it's, and I think yours too, Ian, where the hotels are really, you know, three and a half stars. They're not five star hotels. They're, they're okay. And, and, but they're charging five star hotel prices, you know, to be there. And so I think my, my thing is, I I just think it's, it's only a matter of time personally that I'm going to answer my own question before this comes crashing down. I just think, I think, fall winter maybe 
things start turning for the worse and yeah, I, mean, I think the the very likely pending airline price hike will have some impact but well, there's, there's, well. there's a different local population cross section than there was you know 10 15 years ago as well so yeah but you can't i mean you can't, be as a, impacted by airline prices it, it may not be but then then you'd have to actually start offering annual passes again yep <laughs> which you can't even well, that, get that's another main reason why they instituted the park reservations because they can very easily balance the number of annual pass holders in a park in a given day Right, but I'm I saying mean, that's another huge right reason why they want to be able to do that because they can, they can, you know, essentially say we're only going to allow forty percent of the park to be annual pass holders, which, which then becomes a problem with, with annual passes, which is probably why they haven't been reinstituted at this point. You're still, yeah, I think it's them. definitely that they're, you know, they're they're contracting uh, demand for them or mm. off demand for them right now, so they can control the the flow. Yeah, no doubt. I I think. Yeah, I think you'll see one of two things with annual passes. Either they'll stay not for sale, or when they come back, they'll be really expensive, like prohibitively expensive, so that if you want to get one, you're going to have to pay through the nose one. Mm-hmm. Because they don't, they don't want annual pass holders there. They just and I, again, I think it all depends on demand. If demand falls through the the floor, you then see, that's the brilliant thing about this. That with that, with the way they have it now, right? right. If yeah. the, if this, you know, if the if the bucket fills up with day guests to here, right, and, and they continue to see that, they can push the annual pass. Although keep you know, capacity this way and bring in more day guests. Yeah. Whereas if the day guests start to trickle off, they'll just allow more annual pass holders in. And once that happens, you know, then yeah, maybe they'll. Yeah, but the problem them. is there if you piss off your local base enough and your annual pass holders, and then you don't allow a bunch of them to even have annual passes, then they may not come back. I don't think they say they that. say they won't, but they will. Yeah. I don't think Disney <laughs> believes that that's possible. Okay. I don't. I think that I really don't. I used to joke, John, I used to say this 10 years ago, and I, I might, might be time to start to start breaking this out again. You know, eventually Disney's going to turn into like a guy, a, a, you know, a guy who takes your turn, a, a turnstile, a guy who takes your money and then another turnstile, you know, and that's going to walk in, hand over your money, walk out. I mean, you know, so they, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever get to that point. You'd have to abuse people pretty badly. Yeah. For them well, everybody, you know, I went 18 months without having an annual pass. I'd had one since before I lived in Florida. I'd had one since 2002. And then 2018, I just didn't have one for a while. And, yeah. um, and then I got one right before COVID and didn't go, but um, not the extension, you know, but I, I kept thinking, why am I going back? But truly, mm-hmm. it's something to do here. What am I going right. to do? You know, I mean, it's it's right there. I like to go walking there to all, in all the parks, get my step. I can't ride anything because I'm not buying Genie. So, you know, I, I don't ever get to get on anything. And I don't usually, I, ne- I can't think of when I did a sit down last. And, um, you know, I might get, grab a water or a sandwich in, in France at the bakery or something. But mm. most of the times I, I walk. I look yeah. at the, I love the music, I, the background yeah, music, I love yeah. the flowers, I love the architecture, and then I'm pretty done. I usually stay about two hours when I go, yeah, that's, and I, I mean, go about once a week. We do. Or, yes, you know, go, yeah. we can grab a reservation to eat somewhere, you know, we'll go stroll around, take in the atmosphere, listen to the music, have yes. some food, 
That's all you we know, do. And then, yeah, if, if we can manage to find a line that's worth waiting in, we will. If not, we leave. Well, I, when Jeannie first came out, I, I made a little joke because there's an episode of How I Met Your Mother where Ted goes with Marshall and Lily to a couple's bed and breakfast and he's alone. <laughs> And they're like, well, I'm sure, you know, oh, we have a couple spa, we have this, and Ted's just sitting there alone. And the host, you know, the, the lady at the bed and breakfast says, I'm sure we can find you some, in, you know, some entertainment. Do you enjoy sitting on a bench? And I thought, that's me. You know, like, if you don't, if I'm not going to buy it, they're going to be like, do you enjoy sitting on a bench? Because I, I, there's nothing to see. I can go see the Lightning McQueen show at the Behind Rock and Roller Coaster. Sometimes I can get on Muppets and then I'm done. I, there's nothing else I can do. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't mind a 40 minute wait. I really don't. If it's something I like, I'll wait 40 minutes. And I would just, you know, I would just sell myself if I could get something under 40 minutes anymore because it's all yeah, hours. Yeah. I, mean, I, I used to say 20 minutes, but now I, I've had yeah. to push it off because I'm like, well, I mean, I can't. It's great. Yeah. And and like gas prices. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're getting in that line, but you, yeah. you can't even find 40 anymore. Usually it's, our trips to Magic Kingdom involve. One ride on Buzz Lightyear because for whatever reason you can typically find that line if you time it right it'll drop down to like thirty minutes and you can kind of snake in and, and get on like four rides on the TTA because even though that has a line now it's usually only maybe ten minutes yeah you know and then you can always walk into Carousel of Progress right. that you can get in anytime you want to right. and Hall of Presidents like yeah. you can also get into Hall of Presidents that's it, that's it. yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like it, it, it conditions you. Like a forty-minute wait, but yeah, gone. But it, it conditions you because I used to be like you. If it wasn't fifteen or twenty, I wasn't yeah. waiting. Now I'm like forty, amazing. You know, I love it, yeah. and yeah, I'm I'll in. And, it yeah, work. yeah. It's just like gas prices. You know, when they went in West Palm, where you know, it, and in Florida, when they were five, five dollars. Then, you know, a couple of days later, it went down to 420 and my daughter's like, like how cheap? wow, gas is cheap again. And uh, I'm like, you're so conditioned, man. you know? <laughs> and it doesn't take long either. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And that, that's me. I'm like, 40 minutes. Woo. It's, let's run. Let's get in there. Oh my. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, Jason. the interesting thing is you got to watch the lines okay. because yeah. there's, a, there's a funny dynamic that happens with the lines. So, like, when the, when the wait time is long – the line is actually often much shorter than the wait time because people see that long wait time and they don't get in line. Right. But Disney doesn't update the time for, I don't know, how often do they update the, the wait times? Every half hour maybe? So, like, you can often get in line anymore. for 50 minutes yeah. and only yeah, wait 30 minutes. Yeah. So, how many cards do they do now? What's yeah. that? Yeah. Do they give out cards anymore? I haven't gotten a red card in a long time. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I, haven't I mean, I thought it was being done by <laughs> magic fans and things like that, but now the magic fans yeah. are gone, so I'm not really sure how I don't those know. things are being Anyway, heard. but the other thing happens, too, where it says 30 minutes, and everybody rushes and gets in line because it says 30 minutes, and then you end up waiting like 100 minutes for your for your 30-minute yeah. wait because everybody right. got in line before they Just at that moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's tough. Jason, give us some good news. What else is, you know? Well, some good news for uh, fans of the, uh, we talked about OGs at the beginning of this podcast. Uh, for fans of the OG Citrus Swirl, um, I did not realize it went away again, but apparently it has come back again. So it's sort of now like the McRib of Disney World, apparently. 
Um, so the the true citrus swirl, for those of you that may not be aware, is frozen orange juice yes. swirled with vanilla soft serve. So that is back now at uh, Sunshine Tree Terrace, uh, which is where. Aloha yeah. Isle used to used be, to be and so, that whole switch. Yeah, good. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So priced at four ninety nine, a bargain um, at half that price. Yeah, <laughs> um, you, you can get yeah. So you can get two of those for what a soft pretzel. We we said <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, wow. But for anyone who was new school and liked what they were calling a citrus swirl there for about six months until the riots started, um, it's now called the Orange Cream Dole Whip. Uh, so okay, that I'm, is, I'm confused. What was the difference between the two? Because I wasn't. Well, I will tell you. Um, the, so the orange cream Dole Whip the, or the new citrus swirl, yeah. it's simply Dole Whip orange and Dole Whip vanilla swirled. Okay. Um, so that's what that was. They tried to re- they tried to make that the new uh, so, citrus swirl and the citrus much swirl like the new Coke that didn't work. <laughs> it sounds Another better great, to me. You have yeah. like really good references tonight. Um, the McRib new Coke. It's good. Uh, yeah. uh, so the difference being, it was orange Dole Whip versus orange juice. Frozen, frozen orange juice, yeah. yeah. Or, orange, an orange juice slush, basically. Concentrate, so. frozen something, I don't so, know, whatever. Um, yeah. But yes, but if you like the orange Dole Whip, they've got that swirl. Uh, they're calling it the orange cream Dole Whip. And then they also yeah, which is pretty a, much a creamsicle. Right, and they just have Ooh. the orange uh, Dole Whip also there if you don't want the, the swirl. So that's Sunshine Tree Terrace is still focusing on the orange, where uh, Aloha Isle is focusing on the pineapples. So which is next to the tiki. That's still that, yep. It's right. all that uh, okay. sort of dynamic there. So but that is that is we escaped uh, that back. dilemma, didn't we? Yes. <laughs> Your orange juice ice yes. cream. Yes. Yes. Oh, that, the 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 internets were quite up in arms when they first made that uh, made that change. Oh my goodness! Uh, Smart, good deal. Yeah. Uh, other stuff. Oh, yeah. Just bringing this up since I am actually wearing it. If you're watching and you watch it later, uh, there was actually some good merchandise. Like, which is surprising because I've complained a lot about the merchandise. The Epcot jacket that I have on, folks, with the Epcot logos and the new, I guess, worlds, uh, world neighborhoods uh, and things like that on it. Interesting. I, I well, you know, I'm a sucker for classic epcot iconography and i think this one was under like 50 bucks so uh and then ap discount on top of that or not ap uh dvc discount Um, you you know thought on that though because i was thinking about that the other day with the neighborhoods they had a 50 50 shot on how to expand the name world showcase right wouldn't it have made a lot more sense to use the word showcase over and over (laughs) again like discovery showcase nature showcase like got <laughs> consulting like did, did that did they need to workshop that more i mean that's not really english to say world discovery like you're you're at minimum missing a preposition world of discovery or something world motion new ride Just coming pay. back classic world. ride Oh my so God. yeah, showcase seemed like the obvious thing there. So and they went with the other. The and they went with the other. You, got, you yeah. had you yeah. had fifty fifty chance there, and That's there's funny. still time to change Disney. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> consulting. There you go. Actually, not bad. That I, I yeah, didn't think that would make that a lot more sense. Discovery Showcase, Nature yeah. Showcase, World yeah. Showcase. All right. Well, so we've got showcase. we've yeah. got like less than five minutes left here. Um, the uh, Polynesian Resort DVC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, along with that, uh, the ending of an era for the um, uh, the show that was the, oh, yes. the Luau. The Luau, yeah. Uh, the Luau at Luau Cove, gone, permanently done, left with COVID, not coming back. I've also, by the way, heard some things possibly uh, that hoopty do. Yeah, that would be they did kind of squash it. Which Did is they, unusual for yeah. Disney, to be honest with you. They don't well, usually bother be, commenting. If they squashed it, then probably that's that's probably staying. But the uh, Luau Cove, done. Totally done. And honestly, folks, take a look at the renderings for this new resort. I'm, I, I said to somebody the other day, it's like, it's not in itself that the buildings look so bad, but they're not the Polynesian, and they would have been better off being a totally separate resort on the monorail line where they were going to build one originally between the Polynesian and the contemporary. What if they had just put that building over there and just build a new resort? Um, It's weird. Like it's really shoehorning things. I'm pretty sure the rationale, John, is what the rationale is for everything these days. It's a lot cheaper because the infrastructure is already there. You can hook into the existing you know, you can share uh, all the services that are already there. You don't have to build a new laundry and all that other stuff. You know, yeah, I know. I mean, it's, you can just plug but, it all right into the existing Polynesian infrastructure. But think about this way: it'd be sold out from now till whenever a new monorail well, resort opens all sold up. Out from now till ever, the Polynesian will well, be sold out for the rest of our like. It doesn't matter; they're all sold out. No. So <laughs> you don't need a new hotel to sell it out. The Poly will keep selling out. I mean, that, if you that think about it, a, DVC is a little skimpy anyway. So, I yeah. mean, they did the same yes, thing. That Grand is Floridian. true. They We're really, they did, they did that whole new Grand Floridian addition to the DVC yep. addition to the Grand Floridian. Now, that one they did, I don't know why they're opting for such a bizarre look for the Polynesian one. The yeah, I, was, yeah I, looked, I just looked back at it because I wasn't sure if it was like, a homage to the original Polynesian design. Because if you ever look at some of the original Polynesian concept art, it's very different than what they actually yeah, built. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, this is this is like new age California architecture, which mm-hmm. they probably figured was close enough to Wasn't Polynesia that it was the fun. resort that was supposed to be built over where River Country, like kind of a little bit of that that sort of styling that, like, that got yeah. canceled too. Mm-hmm. It had a funky yeah. name. Was it like gathering or something? The or gathering or the whisperings or this? Uh, yeah. thing or, yeah. Oh, it, was it? In, well, now, oh, what was that? Because we said it sounded like a where you go after you have a mental breakdown. Yeah. Was it Bellevue? Uh, what was that? Was it inspiration or something? Yeah. <laughs> it it might have been inspiration at something, something like one yeah. of those kind of, mm-hmm. you know, where. It was reflection. Reflection. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Earth. A lakeside lodge. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Reflections, a lakeside lodge. Reflections of Earth. <laughs> and that guy would welcome you. When you yeah. Of, welcome. 
By the way, John, I don't think they ever officially canceled that. It's just no. one of many. They just pulled they all the construction about. equipment out and yeah, had it pretty much done. Went, yep. Yeah. Well, like you, you know, said, that, that would have been its own. Yeah, that would have been its own infrastructure, so they don't really seem interested in that right now. Um, but uh, yeah, yep. No. Although they did, no. they did recently say like the Mary Poppins attraction is back on. Yes, uh, that's back. Really? schedule. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's why they, they said these. They were pretty clear. These things are not canceled. They were just sort of delayed. Yeah. So that's whatever whatever that attraction is, which they still give giving us like almost zero details on. Um, yeah. um nearly impossible concept art where but, they show you walking into the house through a, a doorway. That's right. great crowd flow. Um I, I don't know. They haven't released any other details. So I mean, but what does it say? That that basically they announce another resort while not saying anything about the other one that they were supposed well, to go, yeah. they cleared the land, and now they've taken all the material and put it back to wherever it came. Yeah, I mean that pretty much was not DVC though, was it? Yes, I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was yes. DVC. Yeah, the 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 Whis river the whisperings. <laughs> the, whatever. Yeah, not pretty sure. It was I've already <laughs> forgotten. It's such a memorable name. Yeah, I still remember Reflections. what it was. Reflections of Lakeside. Of Lakeside, or at Lakeside, or something. All right. So, uh, anyway, yeah, check that out. See what y'all think, because I think it's just a travesty. It just it does not. No, it happen. was a, it was not a DVC. It was just a regular hotel room. I, sure? it, it would have it would have a nine hundred hotel rooms and villas. So oh, it was a hybrid. It was a mix. It was okay, a mix. but still, okay. So they've thrown that out. Uh, other stuff people actually be excited about. Trains look like they're mm. about ready to return. Uh, <laughs> Magic Kingdom, which is uh, much. Wider. I hear the whistle tooting every once in a while. I I think they just do that. Mm -hmm. I think and that comes. It comes yeah. from some speaker <laughs> somewhere on top of Cinderella Castle near your room, Ian. No, because uh, we never heard it up until up until like I don't know, maybe a month ago. It started. Right yeah, they definitely are. They're testing. definitely doing tests right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, trying to think, anything else we need to cover? Because I think that's about it. I think that was it. All right, we did it. We did it. All right, cool. We we at the hour thirty mark, so that's uh, about where we wanted to finish for this uh, Sunday night. Um, all right, I got nothing else, nothing special. Anybody else? Not Rest it? in peace, Taylor Hawkins. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, uh, just another person gone too soon. Age fifty, that sucks. So, oh, wish me luck. I get I get a uh, 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 root canal tomorrow. They've gotten better from what I've We're heard. We're going to end on a positive note. Yeah. I think that's what, well, honestly, you know what we should do is, uh, and, and not to bring every, anything down or anything, but honor our dear friend, uh, John Carbonara. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We haven't um, podcasted since then. That's right. We have not podcasted since then, uh, who we lost one of our dear friends and a true intercot 
site supporter over the years uh, who had been to more events than I can probably count and also probably uh, shared times with more podcast members and more other Intercot members and met up and just was a delight to be around and loved the site. Always had a good joke and uh, and uh, and a, a smile on his face every time I saw him. So um, really sad to to see him go and it's speaking of folks leaving us too soon so um you know our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and uh we will miss him um you know a a run i caught runner too as well so you know uh john will definitely be thinking about you uh during marathon weekend this year um you know and uh, hope you'll be with me when i try and pull off a full marathon for the first time ever you might be I will need his spirit with me. No joke. Christine knows what it's like to run a full marathon. So never again, right, girl? Never. Never. I think if I could take it back, I might. Yeah, that's uh, still have dreams. I'm like, uh, it's only mile 24. I, I, God, I, remember, <laughs> I remember that so well when you did that. I was just thinking about that the other day as I was trudging through a 10 miler and at mile seven, I, uh, my legs started cramping up and I was like, uh, this is going to be a miserable final three miles of this race. And it was, but, um, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're saying, but yeah, uh, not to bring things down, but again, thoughts and prayers out to them. I, I, I really, uh, it's very tragic to lose him at this point. So, um, but yeah, anyway, um, for the Intercot Insider Podcast, I guess we are done for uh, another uh, episode, 149, and uh, look for us to return somewhere in the, the weeks ahead. It was a great pleasure um, having you, Christine, on again. I mean, it's been, it's been enjoyed way it. too long. We made a date, Christine. Sorry? Yes. We made a date. Don't forget. Absolutely. Yeah. Got yeah. it. And speaking of dates, guys, uh, check out intercot.com uh, and the Facebook page. Intercot 25 is coming this October. Tickets are available now for our special event party. Um, and the full schedule is on the website. We'll be promoting that in the weeks and months ahead. Make your reservations now with magicaljourneys.com. Um, three days of uh, fun stuff going on and a neat... Uh, uh, private event at planet hollywood um ticketed so get your tickets now uh limited number will be available for that so we hope to see you in october so on behalf of christine ian and jason i am still john thanks for tuning in everybody to the intercut insider podcast bye now bye-bye 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 unfortunately didn't roll the the theme until a little bit later so we've got a little little ways to go here so awkward awkward (laughs) jason it was great having you as well uh on podcast it had been it had been quite a while so ian love you man how many years ago was it that uh, you joined the Friends of Intercot? I just what posted- did you say that was? It was like 24 years ago. 24 years ago. We have a, Ian and a handwritten note to me yeah. wanting to uh, 
I mean, in fairness, my printer was broken when I wrote it. Yeah, that's <laughs> that was the best part of it. Yeah. Sorry, John. Your printer's broken. Uh, 24 years ago? Yeah, quite possible. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for sticking with us all these years. And thanks for being a part of the fun on intercut.com. Yeah, there's still a website. Join us on all of our social media platforms, including the TikTok, where we're growing exponentially by the moment. It's crazy. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Again, Bye-bye. goodbye. Bye-bye. Still. Still. Yeah. No, that's it. I swear. Bye All now. Right. Bye. Bye.